0: the uh, Y mm-hmm. Khatka and Gimol, Hashem explains that when a watchman warns the people of battle um, and they don't listen to that warning, they are held responsible. But if the watchman did not tell them that battle was coming, then the watchman is held accountable. What is the nimshal? If that's the parable, what is the lesson? Of course, Hashem sent various watchmen, or watchmen, watch people, to Klan Yisrael to tell them they've got to do tshuvach, they've got to repent, um, But uh, and they didn't. However, had Yehezkel shirked his duties, in other words, had he refused to be misnabe, um, which Yehezkel and Yirmia in theory would have had a lot of grounds to do so, given that they were shunned, they were ignored, Yirmiya was put in prison, of course, they were not, they didn't do that um, because their mission was to be misnader, to give prophecy. Uh, and therefore, Yechezkel is not responsible, of course, the people are. Um, Yechezkel quotes over here, or he says the famous line that Hashem doesn't want evil people to be suffering. Um, Hashem wants them to do tshuva, of course. You know. um, however, if they're not going to do tshuva, of course, there are repercussions. Uh, He says that when wicked people do tshuva, Hashem focuses on their new life as opposed to their previous life. Um, Whereas people who were tzadikim and then later on sinned, they rely on their previous life of tzidkus. but that's not correct. Now that is not correct. They'll be punished for their sins. And then Mrs. David explains over here. That uh, these punishments are there, of course, just to wipe out sins, to inspire repentance. Um, but Hashem, generally speaking, was telling people that you cannot rely on prior reputation. You know, past righteousness is not going to help them, not personally and not nationally either. Uh, in other words, if you are a nation who has a glorious past, then that is not necessarily going to help you in your future or in your present unless you are acting on that glorious past, unless you are in sync with those roots. Uh, in other words, doing business. Uh, we have then a survivor. A survivor comes and tells Yehezgul that Yushalayim had been struck. Uh, his mouth was open, he was no longer dumb. Uh, made had a Navo that Klan Yisrael would be, uh, would be killed, would be massacred, and the land would be left empty. Um, this was a call not to defile Eretz Yisrael uh, it's too holy to suffer from impure actions. Now, even though many people listen to Yehazgah's prophecies, it says that they didn't change their actions, and eventually they'll comprehend or they'll internalize that there is a prophet among them that they should have listened. Uh, they have saved Yechezkel. It's interesting, just to compare and contrast, Yirmiya and that the people didn't listen to any of them, <laughs> not Yirmiya, not Yehazgah. It's an interesting point that when it came to Yirmiya, they they attacked him, they put him in prison. When it came to Yechezkel, they didn't attack him. They listened to him. They just didn't change. Uh, interesting, those two reactions. When we're faced with someone telling us something, we can do two things. Either we can refuse to listen to them, the Yirmiya option, or we can listen to them, but then not take the message. These are two different problems, two different negative approaches. But I think it's interesting that each one was faced with a slightly different reaction. That is um, the next pair of Sefer Yechestol. And we're going to continue tomorrow, Sasha.